we're out here sharing this is how you come up because we don't believe in that scarcity model, right? Or we shouldn't, right? We really shouldn't subscribe to the scarcity model. We should subscribe to I can do it. This is how I did it. You don't have to do it this way. But these are the roads that I took to get here. And these are the roads that you can absolutely take. The Latinos Out Loud Yo, 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 yo! Guys, look at this. Look at this setup. Look at these orange chairs. Look at these beautifully colored pillows. We are here live again from Me Too, that is spelled M-I-T-U, okay? Someone asked me this morning if it I was at... It is not hashtag Me Too. I'm not there. Although I'm it's always there me in my too. mind. It's Me Too. It's Me Too. Exactly. We're live from Me Too, and guys, you know what it is. I am so excited because we, I say we, are about to interview someone, her amazing, she amazing, amazing, all of it. <laughs> guys, please put your hands together for the unbelievably talented actress, conguera, and friend, Melissa Dupree. Hello, yes. what a beautiful intro. I've never been introduced as a conguera. That's amazing. That was the last time I saw you in person. Aside yes. from this trip here in Los Angeles, I saw you on the conga. Yes, yes, yes. I was on a barril. I was playing bomba for... Um, Caridad de la, la Luz, bruja. a.k.a. La Bruja. Shout we out were to headlining. We were double headlining, double featuring at New Yorican, which was a huge blessing. And shout out to her for her Emmy and her 50th looking bad. <laughs> looking banging, looking bad and bruja, drinking Amazing. baby pee, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever the she's witches drinking, are I'll doing take two. Tonight, Yeah. You know, like, you know, she does. She has her own concoctions, you yeah. know. I, I drank the Brujeria Coquito. Yeah. It was outstanding. Oh outstanding. I would drink that year-round if I had access to it. I'm pretty sure part of, like, her mother's recipes have gone in there. Her mother's also banging, too. Like, she's a, she's still a salsera. Oh. She is divinely blessed. Like, gorgeous woman. Holler. <laughs> when I saw you on that drum, because yeah. I've seen you on TV, yes. and so have you, Grey's Anatomy, Chicago PD. Two seasons. I'm not a doctor. I play one on TV. Holler. Okay. <laughs> the list goes on and on and on. You're working on so many incredible projects. But yes. let's just talk about that for a sec, right? Because last night you were at the event, and we spoke about some oh, balance. Man. And I think when I saw you on that conga, I'm like, this girl knows what balance is in her life. Because you're out there working hard, memorizing lines, putting your heart into all these very different characters that you're playing. Hello, versatility. <laughs> Hello, how are you? Uh, how do you, we'll talk about mm -hmm. balance, and then we can talk about last night, because I know we were yes, last yes. night. We haven't last even recapped yet. Vibe. Last we, night was a whole healing. We have I'm to so recap. I was there. And speaking of healing, I'm finally healed from last night, and I can actually talk and open my eyes without a head headache. You're walking, it's, boo, you're walking. Yeah, I took a few steps. Um, baby steps. You woke baby up steps. like this. I woke, I didn't wake up like this. No, 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 no. No, you don't want to see how I woke up this morning. I think somebody in the house right we had this little lol house yes. the airbnb and i was like guys i'm not gonna make it <laughs> not gonna make it just get on that plane to new york without me with i'm just god, gonna stay here with a god i made it and also some ibuprofen so thank you it's the whole truth well talk about balance miss conguera yeah balance is interesting because you know the last time that we saw each other was at that moment and i think what you were seeing was just like this beautiful intersection of comedy poetry and culture Right, it's like yes. as a Puerto Rican, as a Boricua, as an Afro-Latina, I'm very connected to my Afro-Indigenous roots and recognizing that Afro-Latinidad, diasporically black, is powerful and in and of itself is worthy to be centered. And so 
being able to practice bomba for the last 12 years. I've been in an all-Latina uh, bomba and plena group called Bomplenera. Shout out to Ibelis Bombera de Corazón uh, for creating that space as well with Jessica Rodriguez, creating that space for women to be sitting at those big, powerful drums because it is a direct line to our ancestry and it's a direct line to the kind of uh, power of survival and power of radical liberation that we need, right? I heal through bomba. I don't know if anybody, I mean, New Yorkans, they know that if they needed to go to heal themselves, they go straight to a bate. They go straight to a bombazo. They go straight to a poetry session. And New Yorkan was a place where all of that can happen at once because, you know, if we do nothing around this art, it's to heal ourselves, right? To continue in the lucha, continue into creating, and we have to incubate, but we have to process, right? We have to process our, our trauma. We have to heal. We have to create comedy around our trauma, create comedy yes. around our life experience. But if we don't make space for that, if we don't have a way of processing it, if we don't have outlets, like, we lose a lot. We lose a lot. And I definitely am a person that wants to preserve the beautiful culture and as an intersectional being, like, it's important for me to have spaces where all of that can exist at one time. It's so beautiful. Speaking about a lot existing in one space at yeah. one time, can we recap last night real quick? First like of all, <laughs> how dare you? How irresponsible of you to have that many Dominicans in one space. That was a code <laughs> mongoo level People should have been warned. Alert. Alerta. Alerta. <laughs> People take have cover. gotten off the plane. Take your platano peels and put them over your head and take cover. It was so disrespectful. I've never felt like a minority. I'm part of the global majority, but I was a minority <laughs> in that room last night. I was just like, I'm not supposed to. How's it feel, son? I ¿Cómo te sientes, loca? ¿Cómo te, cómo tú te sientes? Quiet. Bien calladita. Bien calladita. I was, just, I was like, this is the first time as a Boricua woman. I'm just like, mm -hmm, snaps. <laughs> Snaps, this is not my space, but it is my space. It. I can't I mean, coming to L.A., I thought we were bringing the Dominican heat, but the Dominican fire was here. We just added it was some here. logs and to so, the fuel. So that's, that's one of the beautiful things about what happened last night. So uh, this incredible space curated by you uh, featured and some a of team. And, and a, a team. team. And There's a team. A team. There's Shout a out team. to the entire team. There's but no I in team. Remember that, people. Okay? No, but there is an income tax, and it all falls on someone. Well, now that's a good point, because it starts <laughs> with the letter I. You're right. damn right. You're damn right. Okay, Form 1040 easy. Uh, I see you. Yeah, okay. someone's got to do the paperwork. But um, at the end of the day, that space, I left out of that space feeling so blessed by, by just being in a space that was so intentionally built. It was full of creatives. It was full of people that had shared experience, the collective mind and the collective consciousness around being Caribbean, being Latine, being part of this creative culture in Hollywood and just having you know, having a moment to share, like, this is what it's really like. This is what it's like being a content creator. This is what it's like being a room with mostly cis white men and executives that just don't understand, but they still want to police in some way. They still want to have their own framework on your own experience. And it was just really affirming to hear what I heard last night. It was making Tell me, me some feel of the takeaways. visible. Yes. Well, one, um, I... I'm a fan of everyone on that panel, but I was really interested in what Sasha Mercy was saying around pitching, right? Like, I'm I'm a writer. I'm also a stand-up comedian. I've been doing comedy for 10 years. I'm an actor. I'm a thespian. I'm a solo performer. I'm a producer. So when I want to take something into the room and I'm receiving feedback of, like, yeah, I just don't know what to do with it, I was like, it's not your job 
to tell me how to do this. It's your job to fund it. It's your job to back it. It's your job to trust in the people whose experience this is coming from and our framework and our lens. Like, it's not your, we don't need to filter it through you. Sasha was just like, just do it. Just put it up. And also let it exist. Stop cutting it short because it didn't have a million views that first season. You know, we've lost so many amazing projects because it's still being framed through this, this lens of success where, our success is just by existing, you know? And also one of the powerful things that we, that I took away was the power of collaboration, right? Like we see a lot of communities of color, especially black communities that have really galvanized and activated. And sometimes it takes us combining our power in order to lift these narratives. We see that in Wakanda Forever. We see that in a lot of um, incredible production companies, but, I think that, you know, something that occurred to me is that there's power in the collective and there's power in collaboration. I want to touch on that one more, like, just for one second. Mm -hmm. um, as I'm doing these events, girl, and you've known me for yes. a while. Known you for a decade. You've known me for a while. Yes. I, I feel you on that because there is nothing like that post-live event, whether it's our podcast, mm. or whether it's sketch comedy, or whether it's the hilarious girls when we're yeah. all together and that pussy power is popping on stage. Trip, trip, There's trip. nothing like the day after, or even post-event when people are hitting me up and they're like, yo, you have no idea how powerful that was last yes. night. We heard jokes with messages. We heard poetry with love attached to it. Mm -hmm. We heard immigration stories through the lens of comedy, mm. all of that inflating the conversations that are happening outside of the event, all of us coming together and purposefully, um, I don't know if that's a word. Yes. Yeah, okay, thanks. You um, got it. Purposely, like, trying to change the narrative together yes. and events and us coming together and panels, yeah. I didn't know it until the experience. I didn't know as a producer the responsibility that I have. It's a lovely responsibility actually because I, I, I think I'm, I'm giving medicine. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not trying to sound like a curandera, but I'm just saying like, you know, Rachel, Dr. Quinn, medical yes. medicine woman. That's a um, show I'd watch day I, in and day out. That is definitely a show I, I, I would definitely tune into and subscribe. I'm feeling a little Dr. Quinnish. You know what I'm saying? Well, Dr. Strasovich is... Oh, I told her the government like the government <laughs> government even the podcast doesn't know this story oh my Real god quick. i'm ready for it because this is great this is how i'm gonna know you for the rest of my life i cannot believe you're gonna don't tell me, me no secrets Yo, do not tell me to don't, pray don't, don't any tell secrets because no i'm gonna name you the next time i see you in the airport my secrets yo pegging <laughs> where you been pegging <laughs> are not safe with her <laughs> okay look alicia keys <laughs> your secrets to do pray Listen, I'll tell the secret right now, real quick. When my great-great-grandfather was coming through Ellis Island, mm -hmm. our last name was actually Straussovitz. Of its. I know I'm Rachel Strauss. Of but its. <laughs> of its, son. I got the kibbles and bits and bits and bits. I'm Straussovitz to the bars. end. Yo, bars all day. Check it out. So they cut it off like they did to many people's last names coming through Ellis Island. Yes. I just want to say thank you to either Ellis or the island. I'm not sure who I have to thank, but thank you, Dr. Ellis. White supremacy. There's not enough spaces on any form for Rachel La Loca Straussovitz Moniz. I'm just <laughs> saying. So it would get cut off, all identification badges, all of that. So I'm kind of yeah. glad we lost the vits. You know what I'm saying? Okay, now look. But I appreciate, the, again, the intersections because, like, we love a schmear and... Mm -hmm. 
adobo. I got into a little bit of my Juniors last night. That also sometimes yes. comes out and sometimes doesn't. But I had to let people know I can dance the horror and dress like one. Quick. Yes, that was that was a great callback to that fucking that amazing material because I <laughs> I believe in the intersections. I believe that there's power in intersections. Meet me at the intersection, and that's on my block. Right. Meet me at the intersection. Would someone please put that on a bumper sticker? That's Wait, my merch. maybe not good for car. Because <laughs> right. like, they might like collide at the intersection. But good for like a t-shirt. Now, speaking about you. Well, I just want to mention, I just want to add on to like the, the, the spaces that you make and create. Part of those spaces is the facilitation of connection. Mm. And last night, again, what my spirit was craving was community. I felt so isolated as a, cr a creator in L.A. I felt so isolated as an actor, especially during COVID, because you have to test three times a week when you're on production. You could lose your job. So you really have to just kind of be isolated. And I didn't know I was an outdoors bitch. Like, I come out the block, and I'm over here. I'm like, oh, I like surfing and hiking, and oh, I'm out here in these streets. It's incredible, but it's still what I lacked the most was community, and I did not know until I was away from my own community how important that was to me. So last night, it felt like a block party. It felt like a space to connect. I met a, a lot of incredible people. I met someone who looked just like me. Like, I had to be like, who your daddy? I saw her. Right? Are, Are y'all cousins e or something? Eliana. She's a model and an actor, and I was just like, bitch, Eliana. Yeah, Eliana, Eliana. So she's uh, gonna be on this show, by the way. She's that's incredible. amazing. But we had to do a double take. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I, I looked her up and down. I was like, hold up, <laughs> where's your family from? Not for nothing. I'm kind of craving an Afro Latina yeah. switched at birth thing here, like yes. a movie or something with y'all two in it. Like, what's the movie with the Mary Kate and the pa Ashley? Parent Trap. Parent Trap. The Latina and it takes Parent two, Trap. The Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan thing. That's you know, it. Remake. That was really beautiful, that connection. And she, yeah. so she was the red carpet correspondent for the New York International Latino Film Festival, which is where that. I met her. And hi, yours truly did that for At two years. At the 2020. I 2022, did it I think. Back in the day, I was mm. 2000. Yeah, 2022 she did. Yeah. And I did t 2009 and 2010, I believe. So, oh, like, yeah. I love to see the young women or the young men who are, like, filling those shoes th these days. And in my head, mm -hmm. all I can think is... You don't know what kind of future you have ahead of you because of what you you're doing right now. Don't. You, you have no idea don't. what a gift this is going to be 10, 12 years from now. Look at Rachel Laloka. In the present, you're still plotting. Yeah, you know, I have so plotting. much to thank for that, to that film festival. Talk mm -hmm. about connections and bridges. Okay, so last night was a hit. I'm so glad you were there. By the yeah. way, you're very good to have at an event. I would have loved to have having you on the panel and whatnot, <laughs> but you're a really good question asker from the audience. The minute we needed a question from the audience, Melissa Dupree's hand was up with a very intellectual, because cerebral they, question. These dudes were asking her, like, what block are you from in Queens? You what heard block that? Are you yeah, from that was in Brooklyn? Crazy, right? I was like, yo, yeah. we're over here trying to figure out how to get into these rooms with the execs and, you know, some of that these was histories. Funny. That was, I was mad like, it was funny. funny, but I'm like, yeah, sir. <laughs> sir. Um, I have a question about community. There was someone, you should ask me, sir. Have you read a book these days, or have you have you are you into reading or periodicals, newspapers, anything? No. Yeah. Okay. I you love, just want to know about Chewy, the block. Chewy right. Garcia's response. I actually asked Chewy him a question. Yeah. yeah, Chewy Martinez. I I Chewy Garcia is running for alderman, and I'm trying to drag him in Chicago. So you that's know why another I'm, Chewy? <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Yeah, they're 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 out there. They're it's a great thick. name. Well, Chewy, Chewy has had a long career in radio, and I was very interested in asking 24 him. 24 years. I know. Is that what he said? 24, 24 years? Since he was 16, internships. Amazing. So I was trying to ask him specifically, like, what kind of barriers and, or what that industry looked like, because, again, it's in a male-dominated industry. And so I was wondering, like, what similarities he has he seen? And I love how he was just, like, blocked. I do me, and I just keep doing me. I'm like, great. Okay. <laughs> That's... 
I don't know how you feel, but when I hear people in our industry, mm -hmm. in our circle of friends, and we just, the comments resonate, and there mm -hmm. are these common denominators that we're all sharing, yeah. it also makes these events feel so much more just right. Because then yes. we can hear each other and know that we're not in a silo. We're validated. We're not alone in this. And also, I will say this, there's a call to arms, though, even more now. Yes. Like, we must continue to band together. We must continue to unite and share stories. Chewy dropped his financial status last night. Oh, and, yeah, he did. And you know... He sure did. He let everybody know where he's at. And I applauded that because I've been in rooms with white people, and that has happened. And you know what the white people do? They clap for each other. They, they really There's do. There's no hate. There's no and like, and they also keep secret envy. their financial success and how they got there. Yeah, right. They don't share that. But people like within our own diaspora, we're out here sharing. This is how you come up because we don't believe in that scarcity model, right? Or we shouldn't, right? We really shouldn't subscribe to the scarcity model. We should subscribe to I can do it. This is how I did it. You don't have to do it this way. But these are the roads that I took to get here, and these are the roads that you can absolutely take. And when we do that, we're actually putting ourselves in a place of financial liberation, and that to me is equity. That's how we fund our own projects. That's Preach. how we end up taking control of our own narrative, the way you say, by making our own. But that that creates a financial investment that we have not typically been privy to because of supremacy, because of oppression, because of a power dynamic where this economy does not want us to have a piece of it. Right. And it's the only economy that is completely protected. The economy can fall. The depression has happened. Hollywood has never suffered. <sighs> Think about that. Exactly. The depression, the only economy that survived were movie stars and production companies and movie houses. Think about that. It is an insular economy that has never been affected by the government. How does that happen? Oh, ho. I'm going to give a few seconds of silence on that and let that marinate for all the LOLeros. Think about that. <laughs> Think about that. Think about when you're in a room with very successful fellow Latinos. We should be applauding each other. Mm -hmm. Maybe not necessarily sharing how many commas there are in our bank accounts, but it's okay to share our salaries, our methods. How we our methods. I want to shout out Pavel. I want to shout out from the King Tueres podcast. Yes. I don't know if you guys know Pabi Seps, Pavel, but he is one of the facilitators. He's one of the mouthpieces of this very conversation yes. of discussing salary, of discussing... Um, the wage gap more and un and trying to we cannot mend be it. afraid of these conversations. We How would we know them? if there's really truly a wage mm -hmm. gap in our workplace if we don't have these conversations? HR knows, they know, oh, they our bosses know. know, but we must take the reins. We must regain power and know where we are. We have to talk a little bit more about them because honestly, if we don't have that financial sabiduría, we get exploited. Our narratives get exploited. Our projects get exploited. We don't get the royalties to them. We don't get the rights and it's really dangerous for us to not have that education and we're working minimum wage out there when we <laughs> right. really shouldn't yo you know what i'm saying know your and rate and, and for yo, a woman even less oh hello and you i'm just gonna say this somebody was talking to me about this last night and it was just like stand by your rate Absolutely. i hear you stand by your man all that stand by your woman more importantly stand by your rate and as don Joel said, yesterday's price is not today's price. Word. Okay, I want to talk more about your career moves. Man. Okay. Yo, I am so effing proud of you. Yati. Like I said, this is not about Yati. me right now. It's about you. Please absorb all of this, all these flowers. I receive it. 
receive. I'm receiving. You deserve. Oh my goodness, power. I worked hard to get here. Grey's Anatomy, Chicago yes. PD, whatever you're working on now, which I hope you tell us later on. You might. Maybe yes. I'll get it out of her. Eloelitos, <laughs> maybe. Stick around. I'm known to get things out of people, okay? Mm -hmm. I like to twist and nudge and push the buttons. Oh, I know. Meep, 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 meep. Okay. I want to talk about how you've been maneuvering your career. Mm -hmm. And I also want you to remember that the future Melissas are watching and listening. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> the future Melissas. I have your to gap is fine. <laughs> your gap is fine. You don't have to lose any weight. You don't have to do a gastric bypass. You're fine just the way you are because you got cast in your body as your vessel. To the future, Melissa. Yeah, yo, they listening, <laughs> and they also need the advice. Yes. How, countless Eloeleros have reached out, and they're like, yo, I changed my major because of one of the guests you had on your show. Man. I didn't know Dominicans were behind the cameras like that. I didn't know copy editing was a thing. Like, there's all these things. So much power. Yeah. So, so much power. I come from a self-production background. There was, when I came out of my undergrad from University of Houston, I majored in performance studies and I also majored in Spanish language. Right. And I was like, how am I gonna work? And so I moved back to Chicago where I'm originally from, Humble Park, where you at? Melissa Dupre of the Humble Park Dupre. Shout, Shout out to the bean. <laughs> so yes, so um, I knew coming back to Chicago, that's where I needed to work, but I was not finding work for people who looked like me. I had eight years of Shakespeare in my background, but you know, tell I, I didn't know how to tell my own story at the time, and so I started with Teatro Luna, and they were all about the ethnographic, autobiographic, performed narrative. So tell your own stories in your own authentic way. Take everything you learn from institutions and decolonize it so that way it could sound real through our voice through our lens because no one can say that Dominicans and Puerto Ricans, Cubans aren't the best storytellers out there, right? We are some of the most phenomenal storytellers and that does not need to be passed through a filter of institutionalization. Just take what you've learned from your abuela and transfer that into your performance. And so I started doing that and I created solo shows. I have six full-length solo shows because some of my, some of my heroes are people who have taken theater and comedy and fuse them together to create this space for our narratives. You know, you know who I'm talking about. And I just needed to be able to have the space for that. And so I learned how to produce my own content. I learned how to write my own content. And from there, I started making a platform for myself. And that led me into casting um, in TV and theater at the same time. I'm, I'm, I've been on Goodman stages, Steppenwolf stages, the major players in Chicago. Also been on The Shy, Chicago PD a couple of times. I landed a role on Empire on a role that only had one line. I was only going to shoot for one day, but I ad-libbed a Spanish rant, and the director loved it so much, I became a recurring character and got a name at the end of it. So one day turned into a six-episode recurring character. Like, there's nothing we can't do if we bring authenticity to what we're working on. It's I'm not. about to drop this mic and Yo. walk out of here. <laughs> that, that's, this, these stories are incredible. Please don't stop. Yeah, so so Empire led to another thing. And I will say, um, I, I'm also a spiritualist. Like, I believe strongly in my culture. I, I tapped into Bomba en Plena because I, I loved how that filled me. As a musician and as an artist, I also tapped into our religion. Like, we don't talk about our religions that 
were part of our island growing up, Espiritismo. We don't talk about Lucumi. We don't talk about Santeria in ways that are empowering, right? It's still very much taboo. And having the connection to your roots is so powerful. Having connection to your ancestry is so powerful. Like, we see them a lot in IG, right? Like, Solange is doing water altars, and Beyonce is breaking windows, wearing yellow dresses. I'm like, yeah. cool, we're seeing representations of Orishas, but we're not we're not actually learning that through our elders in our own community. We're shunning our own elders in our own community, and they have so much to offer us as far as learning. So, like, sitting with an elder and harnessing the power of ancestry is so, so magical. So I spent time doing that, and then I lost my mother. She transitioned, and we love so watching. Don't be sorry. She's working hard for me. She's working hard for me. We loved Grey's Anatomy. We watched Grey's Anatomy every Thursday. And then when private practice came on, that was two hours of Shondalandia time. I had to stop Yay, what I was doing and watch <laughs> private practice and Grey's Anatomy with my mother. And um, when she transitioned, I stopped watching that show completely. And then four years later, I got an audition for Grey's Anatomy. And I had no reason to get this audition because it was out of L.A. And we don't, we don't say we're L.A. local <laughs> for no reason. But somehow I got this audition. And I never had gotten it before. Wow. I, got, I submitted on a Wednesday night. And I got the call on Friday that I booked it. No callback, no director session, nothing. But I had to be at the studio on Monday morning to test for COVID. And because I lied, I told them that I was LA locals. It was not supposed to be they a problem. They were like, you could just them. pop in, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, so you had to get on a flight from Chicago to LA. I drove. <laughs> you drove? I drove. I have a it's, dog. This is crazy. I have a dog. <sighs> I have a dog. I packed my car. I drove. And when I went through the mountains, I could feel my mother in my car. Like, Ooh, when I got yes. on set, I could feel my mother showing off when I met all of these amazing characters that I've seen for the last 15 years, my mother was right there. And so I think that everything that I have experienced in my life and all of these amazing projects have come my way because of who I am, who I've committed to and what I've gone through. You know, you've, you, we all have come too far to get this far. You have to keep going. You cannot turn back. You have to study the course because it is your unique course. Your map is not the same way as, as, as any other map. Every course is uniquely different. And, and depending on who's looking out for you, you got this. Don't give up. So it sounds like you're tapping into everything that makes you unapologetically Melissa. Absolutely. Your spiritualism, your everything, your skin color, who you are, who you're proud of being. Gotcha. I love these <laughs> stories that you're sharing because you're a good rebel. You're a rebel in a yeah. good way. You show up, you're handed something, and you're just like... I can make this better. I'm going to give it my all, yes. and you're going to hear me. You may like it. You may not. I'm going to do it unapologetically anyway, and it's getting you to the next level in life. It is me. And I, I look at last night, okay. and I say, all of these people are me, but they're all exactly them, and I am part of this community. I'm part of this panel. Like, we are together Hell in this, yeah. and we're all uniquely different, but somebody else will come in and be like a room full of Dominicans. Yeah. They, you know, we Powerful. do not. We are, we are not a monolith as people. We are all unique and diverse in our own path. And so I just, last night was powerful. Thank it you for inviting lit, me here today, too. Thank you so much, and thanks I love for what you're doing. Thanks for sharing all these stories. You're opening up your heart and you're yes. telling us a lot of secrets. Okay, I have another uh, question because mm -hmm. last night I didn't get to ask you this because you weren't mm -hmm. on the panel. I wasn't. But I asked the other panelists, I said, you know, 
Latinos Out Loud is the name of our podcast. Yes. yes. But it's also a lifestyle that mm -hmm. I encourage and I empower everyone mm -hmm. listening and who is Latino and an ally or whatnot to just live Latino out loud, or Latina out loud, or Latine out loud, mm. or Latinx out loud. However, do whatever you want with the lettering, but live out loud. So I would like to know, as a Latina, because I know Melissa lives out loud, like as a Latina I really out do. loud. I really do. I'm highly exposed. I'd like to know if there's something that you've never said out loud, and if you'd say it right here on the LOL podcast. I didn't think you were going to ask me this. <laughs> Because it was on the it was on the panel last night, and I'm like, I don't know why I thought you wouldn't ask me this, so I didn't. <laughs> Latina <laughs> denial, <laughs> something I've never said out loud. I cannot wait for this, Joe. This is like my new favorite question, by the way. Okay, Joe Fugarino knows I like this question now because I'm getting some off the wall yes. answers. <laughs> what did Eric say last night? Eric said, "Yo, can I repeat?" <laughs> Oh my God, Eric! Eric had me dying. I love him. Eric, Eric, <laughs> Eric said, and now I'd be like, Eric, you got, you got, you got. Let's not even problems. say. Let's not even say. Let them tune into the episode. You, you know, yeah, you have, to, you have to catch Eric because Eric caught me off guard. Yo, that answer was really and I something appreciated else. him so much. Me um, too. <laughs> something, something I've never said out loud. I, I enjoy my body hair. Yeah, I have written so much about about hair removal. I've written about waxing, about shaving, about laser hair removal, about how hairy my everything is, about take plucking nipple hair. I, I've made a <laughs> whole platform on my comedy about body hair. And as I've gotten older, I was like, you know what? I actually enjoy my body as it is you know mm -hmm. like it's painful to have to live up to these standards yes. and especially if i want to get head one day and it's just like i have to actually think about these other things you know or if it's i want if lot. i want to just like you know do anything and feel sexy i've been so conditioned to not feel sexy and i've never said this out loud because i've always been talking about empowering other people um through making fun of myself but I actually, I don't make fun of myself. I love my body hair. Yes. I love my body hair, too. And we're going through a transition right now. Yes. I'm just kind of letting it grow. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, let, let, it, let, let it, it grow. Let it grow. Let, let it, it grow. Yeah, yeah we're just letting it grow. Shave it off anymore. Done. And in one zone in particular. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we're curly-haired girls. Yeah. And all of my hair is curly. Your kneecaps are hairy, too? Everything. <laughs> Hair on my toes, <laughs> hair on my fingers. Yo, feet are real. <laughs> Yo, I, I don't know about y'all. I'll say something I never said out loud. You ready? Because yes. I, I should play the game. If I'm going to dish it, I got to take it. Yeah, if I'm going to take it, on. I got to dish walk it. You know walk. what I mean. I shave my toes. Yeah. Yo, my toes are my so hairy. My mother shaved her toes, and I'm like, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? Why are you I, shaving your no your toe knuckles? I was with my homegirls one day in South Beach, and you know we just when it's one bathroom and five girls yes. in a hotel room, everybody's walking in and out of the bathroom to yeah. make it to the club and shit. And so they saw me in the shower, and they're like, Rachel. What in the Lord's name are it's you the top, doing? It's on top of the foot. That big toe, that, that, that big, big toe be sprouting mad curly black hair. I hairs. don't know what my toes are doing in my sneakers, but one day I took my shoes off and one had sprouted, and I was like, I, well, I guess they're paying rent there. And so when I went to go get <laughs> waxed one day, this Russian woman who I'd never had before, she gets down to my ankles, and then I feel her put wax on my toe and took it off. And it was like, you had hair. 
I took it. You had hair. I like hair. I, I took collected. it. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I took it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your toe hair, your punani hair, your armpit hair, your nose Whatever hair, you your want, chin Helga. hair, your eyebrow hair. Give me your titty hair. I do get a titty hair every now and then. All right, yo, we got to wrap this interview. I would love, I know you're working on something. I am working. I'm here in L.A. working on a play called La Egoista about two Latina sisters, and one is a stand-up comic. I highly oh. recommend it. It's actually being produced in two places at the same time right now, Actors Theater in Louisville, Kentucky, and then right here in L.A. in Los Feliz, a.k.a. Los Feliz, um, <laughs> on Vermont Avenue, Skylight Theater. We open March 4th and running until the end of April. It's these actors are insane, but what I have done as a comedian consultant, I was brought into this piece to consult on what stand-up comedy looks like, some etiquette, some vocabulary, Wonderful. some culture. I mean, they're doing dramaturgy right. So you'll see this actor doing stand-up, but I'm also inviting a whole bunch of uh, black and brown femmes doing stand-up comedy to do five-minute opening sets every single night so the audience can see a comedian doing this this workout in the world. She's going to be Latina. She's going to be black. She's going to be queer. She's going to be femme represented. And so check it out if you're in the L.A. area near Hollywood in Los Feliz. It's called La Egoista, running at Skylight Theater. And you'll you'll get a five-minute comedian set uh, comedy set by Depending on the night, you'll never know. You have to just go. You That's have to so go. Awesome. Congrats, Melissa. Tell Thank them your you so handle much. so everyone can follow you if it's they're not already. It's at Boom Boom Dupre on Instagram. It's Melissa Dupre official on TikTok. If you want to see upside down twerking, that's the only reason I have that page on Ooh. TikTok is to do handstand twerks. Hey, if that's your niche, that's your niche. They're mediocre level, but I highly enjoyable. So check those out. I'm um, log on and to that. Facebook. Um, and a quick, a quick project. Yes. For later, laters. Um, I'm also cast in a new series by Natasha Rothwell called How to Die Alone. It, she's producing, writing, and starring in this new show. Ooh. I'm very excited to be a part of it. It's through Onyx Production Studio, and it will be in Hulu in the near future. So yes. holler at How to Die Alone. Afro Latinidad, very yes. intentional. <laughs> Yes. yes. This has been such a great episode. Melissa, thanks for joining me here at Meet Thank Through Offices. Thank you for having me. At the studio. It's so fun to be out here in L.A. It's one thing to connect with friends over Zoom, but to see her, to feel her spirit. Same. It's making my heart sing right now. Same. You're a joy it and a blessing. It was making sing last night. I'm just, it's hard for me to leave. Joe knows. I'm trying to change my flight already. All right, yo, look. This has Blood been watch. Latinos Out Loud. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Eloeleros, please follow Melissa. If you're not already, you. she's a star to watch. And such a beautiful, beautiful spirit. Oh, thank you. Yo, you notice. You notice, man. I right, shout out to everybody. Shout out to Joe Fucarino. Shout out to Me Too yes, NGL. Shout out to everybody working on this show. Ramon Pesante, Francis Latayari. Thank you so much yes, to Jared. Francis. I love Francis. Love the team and love you, Eloeleros. So check us out next time. Until then, we out. Peace.